Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life podcast. This week we are talking about conflict and um, I get to hand over to Hannah and she gets to start it this week so that I don't have to dive in at the deep end. Over to you. (laughs) Well, I'm not really sure where to start it other than to say, I know when we've done these talks in the past, we always say, don't we, we're just trying to be honest and we're not at all thinking that we have all the answers or have perfected anything that we're talking about. I think (laughs) when it comes to conflict, I just felt like I wanted to state that from the offset. I know. Yeah, although I do feel like I've learned some things about it, but it's, um, I don't know, I feel quite aware of talking about it when maybe there might be people listening in who think, "Mm, I don't think you are very good at conflict. I know, Anna. I was thinking that. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? I feel quite, of all the things we've discussed, I think I feel most yeah. exposed in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, I agree. I don't know why that is. I think, like, I don't think conflict is necessarily something that, I don't think I know anybody who loves conflict. I think I know people no. who are better at it than others, or maybe who are more comfortable to go there than others or maybe people who are good at conflict in one context maybe in a professional role but then in a personal role maybe not so good at it um but it is a good topic to talk about isn't it because it is unavoidable in life like in all of life we can try to our utmost to live I don't know actually even thinking about that what are we aiming for we want to live in peace with people but assume everybody's so different I don't think yeah it would ever be you could never assume that you would have agreement if we're all different Mm. um so I don't think that should be our aim in our thinking that like we're all trying to reach an agreement on things I'm not sure that that's healthy but I think Mm. trying to kind of maybe that's I've just thought that maybe you'll disagree but I think, I think more we're trying to kind of, uh, trying to live at peace with one another aren't we we're trying to kind of mm. respect one another listen to one another um be challenged by one another not assume that we know everything so when you're in conversation with someone they might have got a better idea or grasp of something than you have so what are we going to do when we inevitably meet confront like conflict confrontation or we disagree with other people what are we gonna do joy (laughs) (laughs) oh no you have thrown me in the deep end even though i didn't start it (laughs) Uh, you don't i don't actually have an answer myself if you would rather (laughs) well i was thinking actually about what you said of just that we yeah we shouldn't necessarily assume that we're going to agree with each other yeah and yeah I think that we do yeah and I I wonder whether sometimes I look at society and think more and more that we're wanting everyone to agree with each other Mm. and there's that thing isn't there of sort of surrounding yourself with people that generally think the same as you Mm. which is definitely much more comfortable and you have fewer disagreements but then the other side of it you can end up in this sort of like vacuum of everyone just thinking the same and therefore when you're surrounded by people that don't happen to it feels like more of a shock and you're less prepared for it Mm. I don't know because yeah we are so different so realistically yeah we shouldn't expect 
to get along with each other that well. I mean, that sounds a bit depressing, doesn't it? But I, I do think there's something in that. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think that we often tend to put ourselves or other people into camps, a bit yeah. like you were saying of, do you like confrontation? Do you not like confrontation? And I mean, I would definitely just say at the start for me that I don't like confrontation. However, um, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. Mm. I'm not afraid to give my opinion. I'm not afraid to disagree with people. I don't like it. I really don't like it. Mm. Particularly if you're surrounded by people who do think differently to you. But I'm not timid or shy about giving my opinion. But Mm. that also doesn't mean that when I give it, I don't expect any comeback from people. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes I've given my opinion and I just because of the way I am, I am an opinionated person and I will give my opinion. But I'm not sort of saying, oh, I'm right. I'm just not not afraid to sort of venture into that conversation if I disagree. Yeah. But you you do often find you get two types of people, don't you? The people that will then shrink back and go, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want this to be a really difficult situation. Yeah. And then you get other people that will sort of rush headlong into it, like, yeah, I'm up for this. And then you get other people that are sort of, and I think I put myself in this category of, I will have the difficult conversations if I need to, but I definitely don't seek them out and I definitely don't want to have them. But I really recognise that sorting situations out and keeping short accounts with people for me is a really important thing. Yeah. And as you've been taught, so that you'll end note there, sorting things out with people, that sort of speaking of personal conflict isn't it or like Mm. um tension with people on a relational level maybe but and I think there's other conflicts you can have around like ideas or yeah concepts or what is true and then there's like conflict you feel maybe emotionally yourself someone's Mm. done something that you found quite challenging and you want to talk about it so I think then I think it personally I'm sure people are listening as well will have a whole range of different people I think personally I I find it more challenging to confront things that I have found personally upsetting and especially if it's something that I have I've found personally upsetting but I perceive the other person has not even thought is an issue maybe so then you feel aware of am I just you know, am I overreacting? Am I like mm. just dragging this up unnecessarily to speak about it? Or actually, is this quite an important thing? Maybe none of those questions matter because if I felt yeah. it, I felt it. So in terms of being true to what's going on for you, emotionally, should I dig into it a little bit more and figure out why I've reacted like that? I think that's actually just quite demanding of yourself. I actually yeah. feel tired even just like, <laughs> asking all those questions. So I, th- I do think think that is more challenging but even before we get into that as well I was just thinking as you were saying what's the difference between all those things of disagreeing with someone having conflict with someone having confrontation with someone I think they are all a little bit different aren't they yeah I agree yeah what would you say is the difference well I think disagreement is not necessarily an an unhealthy thing. I think there's just a sense of we're coming at this differently or we have different ideas. That for me is what I would say a disagreement is. Conflict feels like then what you do with that disagreement. So I think for some people, they would find that would a disagreement would immediately put them in that conflict situation of... I don't know what to do. 
I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And now I don't know if I really like the person or now I've got real issues with them and I don't want to spend time with them all and all of that. And so then I, so I feel like disagreement is the sort of dwelling on and sometimes then the sort of blowing up, sorry, conflict is the blowing up of that disagreement. And then confrontation feels to me like a, when you're going to have to sort it out. Yeah. And that's, that's how I tend to think about it. What about you? Yeah, I think similar. It's such as wondering about confrontation. To me, that like really brings to mind quite um, an aggression or a yeah. sense of kind of we can't talk about this calmly. So we are it's, we're in quite a confrontational situation now where yeah. people are kind of aggressively trying to make their point. It's not about hearing or listening. Yeah. So it's interesting that because I would say just even as we're talking about this, thinking about it, that disagreement is inevitable. And like you say, is actually quite healthy because how boring life would be if we were all just one person in agreement. And it's just never going to happen, is it? We're all so different. So I think disagreement is inevitable. We can all sort of accept that, hopefully. (laughs) I don't speak for everybody. (laughs) We can all accept that. (laughs) But that's inevitable. Well, the two of us can. (laughs) Yeah. People might disagree with us. <laughs> yeah. Conflict feels like that's not necessarily a wrong thing to have conflict with one another. Do you think, or maybe it is, to me, conflict speaks of like, right, we have we are at this disagreement that's created a tension between us that we might call conflict. How we navigate that can be done peacefully, potentially, and quite well. So I don't, I think conflict is necessarily the problem in and of itself. I think that's potentially a bit inevitable as well, but maybe you disagree. Maybe I disagree with myself. I'm not sure. Um, But confrontation to me really just speaks of like, I don't, to me that speaks of an approach that isn't like healthy or respectful of the other person. That's to me speaks of kind of trying to make your point rather than try and be heard and make peace. Um, Try and Mm -hmm. hear the person and make peace. And I think, I guess, as we talk about it, I think that's an issue. I think it's important to accept that we are inevitably going to have difficult patches and conversations and experiences with different people. And how we navigate that is really important for building relationship, not shredding it down. And I'm not sure that confrontational conversations achieve that, although sometimes it it feels a bit inevitable, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what would you describe as like, say you've you felt like there's conflict or tension in a relationship or someone's done something to the other person, what would you call it then when you were sorting it out? Because in some respects, like confrontation at its like basic word means confronting the situation, doesn't it? Mm. So in my mind, it doesn't, I don't think of it so aggressively. I think of it as two people coming together to confront a situation. Yeah, okay. Interestingly, like conflict for me feels like something that's got out of hand because then there's like a, it feels like there's a full-blown sort of, I don't know, war between people. So so it is interesting the terminology that we use, isn't it? Because if you say to people, do you like confrontation? Um, Even though most people wouldn't say, yeah, people could well be like us thinking quite different things within that term used. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're thinking, oh, it's quite aggressive. I want to. I'm not sure about. And I'm thinking, 
oh, this is like us just two parties coming together to talk about how we felt and we're just trying to confront it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Good that we sort of clarified that at the start of the conversation. We'd we'd just be having totally different conversations for the next. (laughs) I know. One person would be really anxious and the other person's thinking, oh, we're just confronting this situation. Yeah, this is just normal conversation. And the other person is thinking, this is so aggressive. (laughs) And I guess like conflict Ooh. resolution, like that's term, isn't it? Yeah. We would use. So I guess like, yeah. yeah, it's just interesting you say that because to me, I don't think of conflict as kind of necessarily aggressive or negative, just kind of inevitable in terms of difference between people. So how you resolve that is the yeah. key question. So I guess wherever we're, so let's take those words out of it and just say, right, we're dealing with disagreement or with difficult situations where mm. you have found that quite hard or personally like upsetting um, or challenging how are we how do you deal with that what do you do with that what do you do with that joy well in my life definitely when I was thinking about this topic um, I have had to have difficult conversations with people um, whether I've done something or they've done something and I think I haven't enjoyed them I haven't looked forward to them they've Mm. caused me anxiety within it but I have found that they are absolutely worth having yeah for lots of different reasons um one because I'm the sort of person where I like to sort things out very quickly yeah Uh, so if there's a problem um I I'm just the sort of person where I'm like I, I want to sort it out if there's tension I don't like it I just want to sort it out and move on from it yeah and that works if I'm dealing with other people who are similar to me because it means mm. you can just acknowledge a situation and move on from it mm. um and however there are other people that don't do that mm. um or find it difficult because they don't want to be put in that situation where they've got to sort it out. And then I find that incredibly difficult because I like to resolve things. Mm. And if you don't feel you can do that, that's difficult. Yeah. So I guess that's that's one thing. But I think I've, I've found for me that having the difficult conversations is absolutely where I've really known God's presence and light in the situation. I don't think I've ever had a one of those difficult conversations where you have to talk about where you might have hurt the person or where they've hurt you, where it's gone terribly, um, which is funny because that's often mm. our fear, isn't it? That you think yeah. this is going to go appallingly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas actually normally I found that providing you both parties have come sort of with resolution in mind. Yeah. I've often really seen God's peace and God's help within it, almost like an honouring of people coming together, particularly, I guess I'm thinking if these are Christians, people coming together and going, I want to sort this situation out. I don't want to have tension. I want to be able to resolve things. And then Mm. I've really seen God work in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a real honouring of one another in that, isn't there? Because like we're saying, it's inevitable that there's going to be... discord between relationally isn't there or like in concepts Mm. and stuff so actually to kind of say oh it wasn't that big a deal or it doesn't matter that much or like oh I don't really want to do it is actually it's not really honoring yourself because it's trying to sort of say it wasn't important but it probably was and it doesn't honor the other person either because yeah, it's not saying, oh, I value this relationship so much that it's worth a difficult conversation 
to resolve mm. and to be at peace with one another. So although it seems like, I don't know, it's, maybe it seems like not saying anything seems like the kind of option. Sometimes it isn't necessarily really honouring no. yourself or the other person. Having said that, more recently, I have really sort of thinking, been thinking about um, it doesn't serve people either to say everything. Like obviously no. all the time we're going to be irritated yeah. or irritating people I think we just have to accept that as part of life and, and so, or maybe it's just me but I think like I think a lot of those things actually you just need to work out with you and God and just let yeah. it let it go like but not not just brush mm. it under a carpet I don't mean that I mean like yeah speak to God about it forgive the person if you need to forgive them forgive yourself if you need to forgive them and and try and just draw a line under that forgiveness and move on because I don't think I don't think it's helpful to articulate everything but that's I'm saying that as a personality who articulates a lot so (laughs) that's a lesson I think I've had to learn not everything is helpful Mm. to articulate but I guess maybe for other people who find it hard to say much that's not a lesson that's going to be theirs yeah (laughs) Um, yeah absolutely at the moment I don't know yeah and also I think there's something in there of going can I let this go can I put it down can I can I really sort of let the situation go and move on and not be in the situation where if they do it again I'm gonna dredge up this other stuff that I haven't quite dealt with with them my list Um, of wrongs yeah because I think there's also for me there's something about when you confront it or when you try to resolve it with someone the reason why I like to do it and it's not about everything it's only about stuff that I really think I Mm. I need to do this yeah it's also about saying um I want to resolve this with you to your face because the problem that I see often is people go oh I don't need to sort that out I don't need to say anything I'm just going to leave it it'll be fine but actually then you see that they talk about it a lot with other people yeah or, and, and then you're like, but you're not actually leaving it. You're still mulling over it and yeah. you're still complaining to other people. And yeah. so in that sense, it actually becomes more dishonouring to yeah. the person. Yeah, definitely. Um, because for me, I think if you can, as difficult as a thought of it is, sit down with a person and talk it out and deal with it, you then move on and no one else has to know what's necessarily gone on. Yeah. I think there's often too much of a danger, which I think for me is where a disagreement gets blown up sort of into a bigger thing where sometimes people can then go and start speaking to lots of other people about it and about the person and about the situation that's happened. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't like that and I don't ever want to be that. Yeah. I think I've definitely learned in my own life that the, the harder I find it with a particular person, the less I talk about them. Yeah. Um, just to be like, I just, I need to keep this to myself and chat about it with God. And if I need to resolve it with them, that I'll speak to them about it. I don't really want to yeah. go around speaking about it, you know, because you're, as you say, you're not wanting to dishonor them. You're wanting to try and do the best in that situation. Yeah, definitely. I think it's funny how in relationships where you have had to, maybe you've gone through some very challenging things 
in a relationship with so I'm not just talking like I'm not talking I mean I've had most of my conflict that I've really had with John my husband but like I'm not just talking about those relationships I mean just like <laughs> friendships and sort of colleagues yeah. or things like that I think some of the situations that I can think of where I've sort of had the most stressful anxiety inducing uncomfortable um tension and then confronting it I feel that that does really grow a relationship actually it does yeah instead of sort of just wanting everything to be happy 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 no ripples Mm. no ripples that's not one it's not realistic and two like it's it doesn't it's not weathered it doesn't have depth to it whereas some of the people that I have had some really difficult conversations with over the years. It's not like I um, it's not like I set, set about trying to have difficult conversations. Just, just like I know, to throw that in. The problem, isn't it? Yeah. I know, but I, yeah, it's. I just think it can really actually build trust with yeah, people. That I one, agree. you're prepared to go there, and two, that you have experience with each other of saying and hearing yeah. hard things makes it safer yeah. relationship to then see and say hard things in the future um yeah yeah it is hard with the personality mix isn't it though I think of me and John and some of the like I think we're a bit like fire and fire fire meets fire so it's like passion meets passion and it's just explosive (laughs) and we're, we're very different personalities so I I'm an I'm a real extrovert I will articulate a lot I will sort of speak out ideas before I really know what I think um because I'm figuring out what I think as I say it he is much Mm. more introverted so he will chew things over um in his head so we don't explode in the same way um we're quite different about that but we definitely both have it in us to explode and um some of the com uh, do you know what I'll call it confrontation some, <laughs> some of the confrontation over the years has just been like downright horrible um and has felt quite hopeless at times and has felt so big at times that you're not really sure how you're gonna get out of it mm, um yeah but undergirding all that is a very deep love and respect and so you work it out don't you and then you Mm. get to a place where you feel like there's such a kind of robustness to your relationship and you know you've kind of had like really difficult conversations before so you will have them again um Mm. it's quite good practice ground isn't it I'm quite grateful for the practice ground of that because I don't think we've done it very well at all at times like sometimes so the things that are horrible, aren't they? I'll list a few from experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> is is when you're just trying to say something to put someone down. Like that's just that's yeah. just horrible, and it doesn't achieve anything. It doesn't bring you together or resolve anything because uh, it's just like scoring points, isn't it? That's another mm. thing. You're just trying to kind of add on your tally the ways that you are right and the other person is wrong. Yeah. Um, And I just think any sort of conversation that is born out of like anger, bitterness, frustration that isn't seeking to reconnect or be at peace with one another, Mm. even if it, you decide at the end of the conversation, we'll have to agree to disagree or we'll, we see this differently. It's not that one of us is right. One of us is wrong. We just perceive this quite differently. Or maybe someone does 
need to apologize and say, oh, yeah, actually, now I've seen it. And I say it like that. I see I'm in the wrong. If that person is boxed into a corner by yeah. someone else's accusations, yeah. then how do they apologize? It's just yeah. quite impossible to get out of, isn't it? So I just think, I don't know, you've got other lists of no-nos to avoid, or have you also got lists of things that help facilitate a healthy conversation? Well, I think similarly, I've probably done things which have been, I don't know, maybe people listening to this might be like, yeah, you did this and it was unhelpful. Um, <laughs> for me, I think the key, whether I'm having an argument with John or whether I'm having an arg- or having a disagreement with someone else, actually asking God to show me what I really feel, like what's really going on. Because yeah. that, that for me is the key, because sometimes I might have had an argument with John and I go into it thinking the issue is a particular thing and actually yeah it's not it's something yeah, else yeah Gen- generally I do that less if it's with someone that's not my husband yeah um so normally I've really asked God for help with sort of clarifying my feelings and within that also started to take out the stuff where someone's pressed a button in me and it's something that I need to work on so actually they haven't actually done anything wrong yeah they just happen to have touched on yeah, a quite a sensitive area in me. And you have that, don't you? I was thinking today, um, I happened to say something to someone. There wasn't anything wrong in what I said. Um, and I was just asking a question. But the person I was talking to acted, reacted very defensively. And actually, it wasn't about the thing that I'd said. It was that she'd obviously been in this discussion about this particular thing with lots of other people and so felt quite naturally defensive about it yeah um and I think that's often a sign isn't it that something is going on in us when we react defensively and I know definitely I've sometimes done that of like reacted and then thought oh they just pressed a button in me and they didn't realize that and they weren't trying to do that yeah and so then what's helpful for me is then to go back to God and be like I'm a bit annoyed with them because they actually just pressed a button in me which they didn't realize And so this is what's going on. And so I find helpful is God clarifying for me what actually my issues are and giving me real, um, real wisdom within that. Like particularly if I've had to sit down in difficult meetings and share how I feel, actually to go into that meeting feeling like, I'm clear on what I think is, is really helpful. And that's how you sort of bring God into it because I guess as a Christian that's what you're aiming to do at every point isn't it and with this even more so because I mean like conflict or disagreements or whatever can massively damage your relationship with other Christians can massively damage a church and it's sort of effectiveness yeah can't it so it feels like there's so much on the line and yet we often don't realize that yeah I don't think yeah definitely I think it's true what you're saying though about like understanding your own reactions isn't it I don't and I can't remember which podcast we've talked about on about just sort of taking the time to understand your own reactions yeah um, to things but as you especially when you're dealing with potentially quite a difficult conversation you really want to go into it best case scenario anyway sometimes these things unfold yeah and they surprise you, don't they? You're yeah. not prepared for them. Um, but where you are prepared for them, you really want to go into it, don't you, with like understanding 
where you're at in the conversation, understanding why you reacted or why you felt it or what you think. Um, and I think Holy Spirit is so helpful in that. I think I can think of some conversations we have had and um, you feel like there's so much actually to say. Yeah. But then just asking Holy Spirit, yeah, what's the critical thing to say? Not like, yeah, what is everything I would like to say, but what is the critical thing to say and what what can I just let go um yeah I just think is so when when that's possible when you can do that that's so good isn't it because yeah I think the Holy Spirit genuinely wants to help doesn't yeah absolutely like he yeah. is the wonderful counsellor like I think he genuinely yeah. loves to help and bring yeah. peace between relationships um yeah so understanding yourself asking Holy Spirit what is the critical thing what actually matters here and then going into it sort of having the mindset of I only want to say things for the sake of building up or repairing, not knocking yeah. down. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because I think you can, the key also is, are you going into it to have a conflict or are you going into it to result, like to bring a resolution? And I think depending on, if you're really honest with yourself, what which of those you want to do, mm depends on how you go into it I mean if you really sort of go I just want to get my point out because I don't think I ever get listened to and I just want to say what I want to say that will go down a certain way yeah if you go in if you go into it and people can normally tell quite quickly if you're going into it going there's been a problem here and we want to sort it out and I want to do my bit to sort it out which means that I'm going to need to sit and listen yeah that instantly changes the situation doesn't it because the Bible talks about us being iron sharpening iron. Mm. And we, again, another Bible verse that we quote, but it's so painful. Like it's so painful, mm. like being, you know, yeah, great. We're being sharpened by each other. But mm. oh man, I, I was thinking some of those difficult conversations that I've had, they've been really good in the sense of good has come out of them and they've really made a relationship stronger. But, oh, it's hard, like, learning yeah. that stuff yeah. and seeing how you've hurt someone and seeing maybe the way you behaved or the words that you said. And that, and I can still remember some of those times and it sort of really gets me at my core because I think I don't want to hurt people. And where you get frustrated with yourself because you're like, oh, I've mucked it up yeah, again. Yeah, I haven't done that um, well. <laughs> I know, I haven't done that well and now I've got to go back and sort that out. And, and all of that is really, really tough. Yeah. But that is the... That is the whole Jesus making us holy thing, which we want to be holy, but we don't really want to do the whole, oh, I've now got to go and work on or <laughs> ask Jesus to work on those bits of my character that I thought were okay, yeah. but possibly not as good as I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It is really good, isn't it? And I can think of um, some particular friendships and I I treasure these friendships because I think to myself, I know we've talked before about doing a podcast on friendship, haven't we? And I think it's a really true and good friend who will potentially point something out and challenge you, yeah. Yeah. even though they know you're going to hate it. And I can think yeah. of like a couple of times, I've got one particularly in my mind at the moment, where like one of my friends pulled me up on a habit of mine and just mm. just said to me I can't remember how it came up and said to me like oh Hannah are you aware that you do this but I'm not really mm. I'm not really sure 
what that's oh. about. And I, yeah. I remember at the time I just cried, but actually yeah. because it because it was true and came from a really loving place, it I I was like, well, yeah, can't disagree with you, can I? I can see that. Yeah, and yeah, really grateful in some ways that you've pointed it out because mm. it must be obvious to other people yeah. as well. And and I I don't want that. Um, yeah, so. Come on then, Jesus, we're going to have to do a little bit yeah. of work here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, those things where you're like, oh, you know, we get into a habit of thinking, I'm actually doing all right here, Jesus. And then and then you're like, oh, I've still got to work on all that stuff. Or <laughs> Holy Spirit, you've got your work cut out for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I hope... But I- there's... Go on, there you go. Well, I was going to say there's like a... It's keeping that softness of heart, isn't it? Yeah. Which often conflict can really, depending on how we deal with it, can either harden our heart or can soften it. And it, I've had both of those situations where my heart has become harder and I just think, no, I don't, I'm not responding to that. Like I'm in the right and they're in the wrong. I can either do that and then I, and then I think, oh, it's going to be much harder for me to work that through. And there have been other times where people have said something to me and it's been really tough to take, but my heart has been softer in it. And so it's not that it hasn't hurt, but I've allowed Jesus to work on it. And and I think in the end, that's the place that I want to be in it with all of this, because it's so easy. And sometimes you meet people, don't you, where you can just see that over time, people have hurt them so much that they just sort of built a wall around their heart. Mm-hmm. And... And they're like, I just can't let anyone in because I just can't be dealing with that. Mm. And it is really tough because this this is the price of sort of caring for people and coming alongside people, isn't it? Of or the flip side is having to deal with this stuff, mm. which is really difficult. Mm. But I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to give up the community. Yeah. To not have to deal with the disagreements. Yeah, you know? that's a really good point to make, isn't it? Because that is what you're looking at as your options, isn't it? You can kind of slowly withdraw because it's painful and hard yeah to either experience conflict whether you're discussing it with someone or not or have the conversation that's hard so what's your options you can withdraw or you can choose to maybe stay in relationship in community but get increasingly bitter yeah (laughs) which is horrible for everybody isn't it or you can choose to kind of ask Jesus what you need to just forgive and let go or have difficult conversations with people and and go there Mm. with them yeah I think that is quite important to kind of point out isn't it the stakes on this are high it's not just yeah it's not just that you kind of you either kind of choose to try and do it well and maintain relationships and let them flourish or you shy Mm. away from difficulty and your world kind of shrinks with that yeah. decision. Um, yeah. And you actually increase the possibility if you don't work through stuff, you're increasing the possibility every time of someone pressing a button in you that you yeah. have not dealt no with. No go areas, um, yeah. Yeah. And then you have more and more and more of those because you haven't worked through it. And that that feels difficult. And it's also a, a difficult place. God can work on it in you, but he is gentle and kind and doesn't force himself on us. So it's, it's also needing a, 
a willingness to do that, isn't it? Yeah, um, and having a sense of yourself that is not dictated to by the people around you or kind yeah. of being quite rooted in the fact that he loves you. And so people, he loves you, he loves me, but we're not perfect beings. Of course, we're going to do things wrong, but he promises to help us when we do do things wrong. And he's really for us. He's not against us. So he really wants to achieve peace, like between people Mm. and relationships. And so just having that confidence is the... I mean, that's everything, isn't it? Even as I'm saying it, I'm just thinking that is everything. If that is your kind Mm. of foundation, then it's easier to have difficult conversations because they're not going to totally shatter your sense of self because you can have the mindset that even if this person thinks I'm atrocious, which probably they're not going to, but even if they did, it's okay. Well, it's hurtful, but, you know, I'm loved by God. That's my foundation. It doesn't matter in some ways what that person thinks that's not a judgment on me of who I am um Mm. yeah yeah. but just to just before we finish I just wanted to go back to the beginning bit because you were saying actually that you um the personal stuff you find um harder to deal with than sort of if you disagree of ideas and that sort of thing yeah. Um, whereas, whereas I'm actually the opposite. Like I oh, find really? it easy to deal with it if it's personal. But the disagreement of ideas, I I find really difficult, particularly if it's sort of theology or people sort of discussing different ideas. I find I feel much more insecure in that environment, and I feel less willing to go there. Um, That's interesting. To go there with it. Like some people really enjoy it. For example, I don't know if if you've been involved in the alpha course, whether you've ever done it or uh, taken part in it or helped people in it, I find that environment quite difficult because um, sort of feeling like I've got to defend my my ideas versus someone else who might disagree really strongly. Yeah. I, I actually find in that environment that I it makes me want to shrink back and go, well, I know what I believe, but I don't, I don't really know how to disagree with you on this because I feel like, how do I do that properly? So it's, so I find that quite interesting because as I say, if it's like a personal situation where I feel like someone's offended me or I've offended someone else, I can go into that. But when it's sort of, yeah, but like I gave the example of like with disagreement of ideas or concepts, I, I actually do find that I feel much more uneasy about disagreeing I don't know why that is that is really interesting I'd like to chip into that job maybe not yeah, now go <laughs> well <laughs> I was just well I mean you can I if you've just said though you're not sure why but I think that is really interesting like why is that more poignant for you because for me thinking about um disagreement over ideas or concept I kind of feel like that's within the realm of if there's truth out here and we're all trying to discern what is truth yeah it's it's not like my truth as such it's it's truth it's just true it's truth so we're all trying to understand what is that truth so don't feel sort Mm. of like a personal I don't know I kind of feel like that's just out there in the public realm whereas when it comes to like personal um personal hurt or sadness where I find I find that really hard if it's if it's me who's felt sad I find that hard personally to address um although 
what I wanted to say is actually so it's, I'm glad it's just come to mind what I want to say is though what I have learned <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I am any expert at all at doing yeah. conflict well but like what I think yeah. I have learned is that one it's inevitable so two don't avoid it because that's worse yeah. um but on a personal level when I found it personally quite shattering I find it really hard to address it because I find that much harder to make the judgment of is this just me should I let this go? Is this worth addressing? And I guess, I mean, I suppose, and this is a bit vulnerable to say, but I suppose it comes down to a, like valuing yourself, doesn't it? Yeah. And sort of thinking, mm. deciding if it is important is kind of a little bit based on like, you know, am I allowed to say that's important because I found that upsetting? Right. Yeah, you, you probably are, but I find that hard to make that judgment of, Ian, I just find that really, I find that really hard, but I, I think I'm getting mm. better at it very slowly. But yes, yeah, so it's just really interesting to me that if it sounds like it's almost the other way around for you and the yeah, ideas is, are more yeah. personal. Yeah. Well, I don't know or what not. it is, but I find, I feel as if I can, for me, I guess if it's a personal um, thing where I felt hurt, I feel like the stakes are higher in that for me. And mm. therefore I go out to bat for myself. Mm. Yeah, and so I feel like that's more important. So that actually makes me want to do it more. Whereas, you know, if I'm encountering someone with different views or beliefs on life to me, depending on whether they're just sort of how they really feel or whether they're just starting trying to start a, an argument with me, I guess. Yeah. Maybe in the past it's because I've had people that you think, is this actually one of your questions or not and therefore yeah. I'm like do I re- do I really want to venture into this disagreement of ideas yeah when you're not when always entirely sure something else. yeah when we're talking about something else and so I guess it's an investment of my time in that and my energy in that whereas when it's sort of I feel I've been personally hurt or I've hurt someone else that to me feels like absolutely necessary and a valuable investment of my time and energy to either sort that out for me or to sort that out for someone else and so I find it easier to go out and to sort of to deal with that yeah but yeah but yeah it is quite interesting I'd love to know what other people are like yeah yeah definitely yeah it'd be fascinating wouldn't it I kind of I feel the need to summarise a bit of what we're saying. (laughs) And you can tell me if you feel like this is a fair summary. So without using confrontational conflict, what we're saying, I guess, a bit, is that we're all different. So inevitably that is going to create tension at times, but that the loving thing to do with that tension is either forgive and let go or if you, yeah. after speaking to Holy Spirit about it, feel that that needs addressing, addressing it in a way that is seeking the other person's good and benefit, asking the Holy Spirit what needs to be said and what can be left, um, and just trying to sort of do it as honestly but as peacefully as is possible, but recognising that we're all a work in progress yeah we don't yeah. do it perfectly and being sort of generous and kind to yourself as well in that process and where you, maybe you know people listening in on this feel like they're far down the road in trying to deal with tension and difficult conversations maybe some people feel 
like they're just trying to start or maybe even listening to it they're like or maybe I need to start yeah Um, people will be in different places won't they but wherever we all are we're all imperfect beings in need of the help of a savior um yeah and I'm just I don't it'd be really interesting to hear from you what tools have you found helpful on this? Because I would say we've done emotionally healthy spirituality as a church. And I think some of the material in that, in terms of understanding yourself, and then in terms of trying to do difficult conversations well, is really helpful. I feel like they set a few helpful parameters around it. So you feel, whether you feel expert or novice, there's a few guidelines around getting going. Um, I yeah. don't know if you've ever found any helpful yeah. tools like that. Or- well, I read um, that I think it's part of that set of like the emotionally healthy leader. And that was really good because yeah. it was starting to look at how you, yeah, how you behave in situations and how you deal with your emotions and how you work them through and how you deal a bit with what we've talked about when people press buttons in you yeah, yeah and and you're thinking oh that's just brought something up in me of actually how you then look at that and deal with it yeah because I think again and we've talked about this so many times how God redeems situations is that he uses these really tough situations to to grow us to yeah, change us to make yeah. us more like Jesus yeah. doesn't mean that he forces us into them you know we're just yeah. sinful people and we hurt each other yeah but amazing redeemer God of he uses these difficult situations particularly when we decide to have these hard conversations he uses them to um to grow us and to change us and in the end like that is important and I do want to grow I do want to become more like Jesus I do want to have those fruits of the spirit of you know love joy peace patience Mm. gentleness Mm. kindness all Mm. of those grown in my life yeah and I think so, and they're grown in lots of different ways, but yeah. I think this is an area where yeah. they are actually grown. Yeah, definitely. And I think it is a better alternative to confront that and grow rather than to shrink as a person. And like yeah. we were saying before, just have this um, growing list of no-go areas that become yeah. like a prison around us. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I guess we're saying that as well, aren't we? That like it is, you do have to choose how you respond. You can't think that in life maybe you won't ever have to decide how you're going to cope with confrontation like confrontation conflict disagreement because you will have to face it yeah so it's better to decide to embrace what is in it for your good and for the other person's good than to just shrink away or get angry or bitter Um, yeah and like you were saying always coming from that place of God isn't surprised about what I'm like. Yeah. And yeah. he isn't surprised when we don't behave the best in a given situation. And he isn't surprised or taken aback when I shoot my mouth off and I shouldn't. What he is, is a savior who works with me yeah. and is endlessly patient yeah. with me. Yeah. And Helps when I go me. to him and I say, I'm really sorry, Jesus. I just spoke to someone in a way that I didn't want to. Please change that in me. That he goes, great off we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that. And I need that. But it all comes out of that place of knowing I haven't got to earn his love. Like he loves me on my best and my worst days on those days where you're sitting there thinking, I wish I hadn't just hurt that person. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Then Jesus's love is just as much for me. And 
man, do I need that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm reading um, Gentle and Lowly at the moment. Have you read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. And just yeah. like keeping that in mind that he is happiest, Jesus, when yeah. he's helping sinners. Yeah. Like he yeah. loves it when we yeah. call upon him for his yeah. help. Like that is, he's just like great sleeves rolled up let's go yeah um, absolutely yeah well, at least doing that a lot in my life so off we <laughs> mine go <laughs> mine. thank you <laughs> brilliant well on that note we'll probably end it there but um yeah if you have any thoughts or any comments you can get in contact with us via the not so perfect christian life website like we'd really like to hear from people like to hear what you're like in terms of conflict yeah. Um, or if you've disagreed with anything that we've just <laughs> said please tell us <laughs> please tell us um but yeah otherwise we'll be back again soon take care bye bye thanks for listening if you have any questions or suggestions for topics please email questions at the not so perfect christian life.com.